It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. See, that's the type of relationship drama I want to know about. Your stuff making my show late or early or too early in the day. And then the whole episode, I'm like really tired sounding because it's that like. Now like, you know how I feel. Now everyone on the vlog, all their theories are going to be dispersed because they try to marry me with absolutely everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're such a handsome dude. That <laughs> makes perfect sense. If I'm in a room with like Chris Poole's like, oh my God, Dan's in love with Chris Poole. <laughs> like any, anyone who I'm in a room with is like my love it's okay people think i have a weird like flirting ritual with um chris pool which is kind of weird like they said is is she okay with him like being mean towards her or is that the way she flirts (laughs) she's like yeah just be mean to me that's hey there's people like that Mm -hmm. there's people that that, that love that stuff so yeah those are weirdos also another favorite thing uh, that one vlog video where you and andy and lydia they're just hanging out that's my favorite thing. What do you mean? Like the one because where I'm sad? Yeah, you're at the so third wheel. I, I've gotten, I like. <laughs> the things that bring her joy. The, I mean. <laughs> your sadness. I mean, at least I can take solace in knowing that I was tired yesterday, but at least you were in a fight with your boyfriend. Yeah, there so we that's, go. that's I well, feel better. No, we made it up right after. Which is even more annoying for me <laughs> because you're ruining my day. By the way, that that's your one like out. You get no more. Uh, change in time. In Never. Fact, okay. I, uh, the only person who gets to change time is Dane, if he wants to, or mm-hmm. Chris Carr. There okay. Go. Uh, that's it. Thunder Boys. Exactly. So. Oh, that's sexist. It's very. No, it's, it's not. We're okay with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're terrible. Without people. further ado, let's move into what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Kanye West mm-hmm. in the absolute. I feel bad for that. I feel bad for everybody involved in that in that uh, sphere of people yes. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I, I know that it's uh, multifaceted and it benefits them in a lot of ways, but it's not a life I would ever want. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Roland Emmerich, the director of uh, my favorite movie ever, Moonfall, uh, the greatest movie that's ever been movied before. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is clearly sarcasm for the people who don't understand sarcasm yeah. uh we're going to talk about gta 6 and what i you know i have my own opinions not so much on the gameplay but where it fits into our culture now mm. uh in the in the year 2022 uh in the announcement there billy irish in the alt uh, irish irish oh that was the that was the that was the the kim jong-un version of barry irish uh, oh there we go the, 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 <laughs> I, I watched i watched the south park movie the other night mm-hmm. when um, you think yourself deeper bro uh, yeah i know right uh so it was uh, billy eilish uh, and the ultimate virtue signal, uh, which just broke me in a way. She did something very nice and then had to like, you know, you can't let a good opportunity go to, go to waste. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, and then we've got some other stuff in Podluck that we will talk about when we get there. So that's, that's like a mystery box. I'm no longer going to announce Podluck beforehand. They just got to wait and get to the mystery. So are you guys ready for Kanye West? Yes. Okay. There's so many the, stories about Kanye West right now. The, the thing about Kanye West is like, I don't even have to like pull up a specific article. I just go to TMZ and I type in Kanye West, <laughs> and and these t- these five here, they're just the last two days. They got these a whole landing page yeah, for him. The, the, his whole page, uh, you search Kanye West, and you get two thousand six hundred and seventy two results. Um, but the article I want to talk about first is the the one about uh, North 
not having TikTok of her own uh, because well, that she's leads, underage. Anyway. Yeah, she, she's not technically allowed to. Or but there's Kim's options in the divorce war. But then uh, so we start with North and TikTok, and it says. Um, Kim has expressed very public. Kanye West has expressed very publicly his discontent over his, his and Kim Kardashian's daughter North being on TikTok. But we're told the eight-year-old can't even log in without mom's permission. That's right in line with well, the also, terms of service, right? Yeah, but, but she, uh, she just wants to browse it. I, I don't think you're allowed to. I don't think you're allowed. Are you allowed to browse it? But you're not allowed to have your own. If no, you're, no, you're not 13. allowed to have a account. Oh, and either. But is it also because that incident where she did a live stream around the house? Yep. And that's why she doesn't have TikTok to anymore? Well, she probably... Mm. I mean, her mom knows the power of these things. I'm mm -hmm. guessing that she doesn't allow her to have it. It's kind of like you hear about CEOs who are like... The McDonald's CEO is like, hell no, my kids don't eat McDonald's. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, a lot, uh, a lot of Facebook. Uh, a lot of them are like social media companies. Like, yeah, my kids... Or was it like the, the CEO of like Samsung or something? is like, mm -hmm. yeah, my kid doesn't have a smartphone. Or Would like, you allow your kids to watch? Watch pop culture crisis. Um, depends on their if they're under eighteen. Not the Dane episodes. Not the Dane episodes. All the Dane episodes for my kid. I mean, Re required reading. Actually, exactly. After the age of fifteen, I probably wouldn't care. I, I mean, I I, I, I I would hope that I parented well enough mm -hmm. that by the time they're getting they're turning sixteen, they're going to drive an enormous ton like heavy vehicle that could kill loads of people. That they have the uh, reasoning skills to listen to this type of stuff we talk about. This is a family friendly mm -hmm. show. I would yeah. like to think so. Like I, I catch myself sometimes swearing mm -hmm. because Tim was like uh, Tim asked me recently. He's like, uh, "What do you think about being on uh, IRL soon oh. to promote the show?" And I'm like, "Could I do that without getting the show in trouble?" I think I could. I believe so. Uh, yeah, like, you could. I, I was I was very worried. I'm like, I could just see me slipping in and the the wrong uh, swear word at some point. I like, want to mm -hmm. see it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I want the bonus more than anything. The yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> that's why they're all evil. So it says, uh, sources close to the former couple tell TMZ North doesn't have her own TikTok account, nor does she have the app on her phone any longer. I can't believe eight year olds have phones. Uh, instead, right. we're told yeah. North can only access TikTok through a joint account on Kim's phone and use it in her mother's presence. That's very smart. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, given how busy Kim is, I don't know how. Well, <laughs> no, that reminds me when North used to be like really young and she barely knew how to talk. And like Kim was doing a live stream where she's putting on makeup and she's talking to her audience on Instagram. And like North comes in and goes like, hey, mommy, mommy. And she's like, sweetie, I'm working right now. Not now. Okay. Must be nice <laughs> when or you can walk in on your mom putting on makeup in front of a cell phone and be like, uh, I'm working. <laughs> like, uh, that's not a diss. That's like, <laughs> I aspire to that level of like, uh, where your home activities become monetizable. Mm -hmm. You'll get there. Is that a word? Monetizable? That feels yeah, like a word. It's yeah. a word. Uh, I like to check myself mm -hmm. before I wreck myself sometimes. Uh, <laughs> uh, not just that, but our sources on the comments from North and Kim's account are fully disabled. Uh, for North, okay, so they they disable the accounts. We've spoken to sources at TikTok who tell us North and Kim's account passes the company's terms and conditions for minors. I, I love the idea that there's like sort they have TikTok sources. Mm -hmm. I imagine like somebody in like a a TikTok like a trench coat with a TikTok logo on the back, there we go. ducking into a back alley and handing them documents. <laughs> Same person that banned us. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. We got it. We, uh, the fact that we don't have an Instagram still breaks my heart because it's the only social media I use. Uh, so, so this one is like, like I can feel like right here, like Kim, like Tim, Tim, Kim, Tim, Kanye probably has a lot to say about this stuff because he's, you know, when you're held at a distance because of 
co-parenting, not in the same household, he mm-hmm. probably feels very vulnerable to not have it. You know, he knows how powerful social media is, how dangerous it can be if you're not uh, introduced to it in a fashion that lets your kids know just how, you know, everything you put out there is forever. And you're going, you're already a famous, the family of famous people. So you're going to be highly scrutinized. Mm-hmm. Like he probably feels very, very uh, helpless. But it seems like they both know, you know, yep. like they, they're mm-hmm. both like savvy to it. And they're like, try to guide their kids through it. Joey B. Toons brought up like, uh, that he's like, I think Kanye's has got absolutely valid concerns. Like yeah. worrying about his kid being on a, an app like this, that, uh, definitely lowers your attention span. Yeah. Um, it says uh, down here, it says, as to why an eight-year-old would even have her own phone, sources close to Kim tell us it's so she can have a direct line to her dad and vice versa. Of course, we're told that the phone is fully monitored with all the parental blocks you can imagine. And to reiterate, there are no social media accounts on it at all. Okay. Like, imagine having to like parent with like that level of scrutiny from the public. Well, also because like um, I have a younger brother who's the same age as around eight, around eight. Yeah, so he's around eight, and he has his own phone too. But he also has a smartwatch that's able to call somebody. So I'm like, why does he need a phone if he has a smartwatch to call somebody? Well, d- wait, doesn't the watch connect? You can to the call phone? someone? No, 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 no. The phone is connected to a different phone, which is provided by my mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> but she gave them a separate phone. So they can call also. Me and Dane are like, huh? <laughs> yeah, so like I basically. The Tim the Toolman Taylor from Home Improvement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically, like, that. he has a total of like three items that he's able to call somebody. So if he's ever getting kidnapped by the big scary stranger, <laughs> uh, yeah. He can, like. Got a lot of I would love to have a watch yeah. where I could go and then talk to somebody like I'm yeah. like, in an old, like, uh, James, James Bond, Bond movie. movie. Mom. See that. I, in fact, when this show's done, I'm gonna go buy a smartwatch. It's there the first thing I'm doing. I think it'd be clunky as hell. It, it kind of is because like they forget to put it on yep. sometimes. Like, um, I don't know. For me, it's just kind of weird because why does an eight year old need a cell phone if they're right next to you? This is the other thing I wanted to talk about with him, which was the <laughs> Kanye claims Kim Kardashian accused him of putting a hit out on her. Oi. Um, so the, and this is also I want to point out the, the this is kind of powerful here so this is from page six and this is from February 6th so this is from yesterday right today's mm-hmm. the 7th uh, so it says um, Kanye West's ongoing feud with Kim Kardashian is far from over the rapper now alleges that his estranged wife thinks that he put a hit out on her. Yesterday, Kim accused me of putting a hit out on her. West, 44, claimed in a lengthy post shared on his Instagram on Sunday. So let me get this straight. I be- I begged to go to my daughter's party. Remember, this is he's, he's caps lock Kanye right now. These are yeah. all caps. <laughs> uh, you good still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I- uh, and and I'm accused of being on drugs. Then I go play with my son, and I take my Akira graphic novels, and I'm accused of stealing. Damn. West continued on, arguing that these ideas can actually get somebody locked up. Mm-hmm. They play like that with the with the black man's lives. Uh, whether uh, it's getting them free or getting them locked up, he wrote, I'm not playing about my black children anymore. Reps for Kanye West and Kim Kardashian did not immediately respond to Page Six's request for comment. The former couple's bitter divorce has taken a nasty turn earlier this week when Kardashian, 41, was forced to, to issue a public statement just hours after West asked his Instagram followers what he should do about his daughter North being on TikTok against his will. The, the Skims founder slammed the rapper for his obsession with attacking her in the public I don't think that's an unreasonable Can I tell you what I think is happening Mm -hmm. This relationship Is being like Managed by Kim's like public Relations agent so you think that she's Doing it 
strategically her agents are and he is being very volatile yeah i think um i feel like he's losing the public image battle here he's yeah. like getting destroyed yeah. by it and like they're going through a divorce they're both uh public figures and yep. these these things matter when like settling divorces and like from kanye's side like every interview i've seen it's been like i still love her she's still my wife yada yada but from Kim's side, it's just like gruesome as hell. Detached, I would say, is like one of the best. Like she seems very detached from it all. But it's mm-hmm. always like things like this, like articles detached. and things. But like from her, like from what what little I've heard from her, like she seems supportive. But so like there just seems to be like some agents associated to the family and to this situation that are really, really trying to wreck him. Yep. And I think this part of this is like his own doing because he which can't, is gross. He mm-hmm. can't seem to keep his uh, keep it off social media, which he should be try at least trying to. I understand the instinct, right? Should he though? Like he's being defamed, and like he just keeps having to like explain to everyone. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if it would be better to go through a publicist in this regard. Like release statements, don't release it on social media. Uh, if if what you're worried about is how it looks in the public record, because the public record is related to how it comes out in tr- in court. Uh, release them as uh, measured public statements and not uh, hand, you know, uh, off the cuff remarks on social media. Mm-hmm. And again, we're—it's not even our place, really. Like, I have a hard right. time doing this because who am I? So, like, he's going through all sorts of emotional trauma right now, dealing with the. You Dude, know, he's got a rough. Like, like so, it says. Uh, it says, as, a, as the parent who is the main provider and caregiver for our children, I am doing my best to protect our daughter while also allowing her to express her creativity in the medium that she wishes to with adult supervision because it brings her happiness. Kardashian added that the divorce process has been difficult enough for the four children they share together, North, Saint, Chicago, and Psalm. Kanye's obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for it all. Like, it literally seems like she's like, uh, like, I, I can't tell. I can't tell if she's doing this to be measured, detached, and professional, or if it's, uh, like, designed to, incin- like, to be incendiary to hit. Like, nobody knows better than your spouse mm-hmm. what sets you off, right? I think it's both. Um, this is one of those things that... Um, my dad was the, this is not, I love my dad. This, he was the master at arguing. Right. Okay, he was the master. He would, he, he'd say something, right? And you'd get really angry. Now, this is my own fault. I, I was young. I'd get angry. And then I'd start yelling when we were fighting about something. And he'd say, hey, 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 why are you yelling? Mm-hmm. And nothing pisses a person off when they're mad yeah, more than down. being told to calm down. He was genius. Psychological genius. warfare. Yes. Yeah, this uh, seems like that version, but like in PR. That every, yeah. every single article is like, oh, poor Kim being harassed by this man. Yeah. yeah. And She's an make, angel. And it makes him look uh, incendiary and out, out of control. And uh, it's all about mental health, too, which I think is the most pernicious thing of all. Like, everything's attacking his, like, mental health issues. And, like, I, I, I don't really want to get into it, but, like, the origin of, like, people pointing out Kanye's mental health issues is really gross. Dude. Yeah, dude. It's really, like, really gross. Like, uh, anytime he had an opinion that differed from the narrative, it became about his mental health. And the, the worst is those are what are called concern trolls. I'm just worried about you, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that is the, that, that to me, it's like a cry bully concern trolls and cry bullies are the scourge of the internet. It's the person who, who of the like, world, of, of the world. Um, the person who, uh, basically, uh, says, uh, why are you making me hurt you? Uh, this hurts my hand so much as I'm punching you in the face. Only mm-hmm. it's, it's the emotional, psychological version of that. I wish I didn't have to try and cancel you, but I do. It brings me no joy yeah. to yeah. do this. 
Uh, but then it goes like we go back here and it says Kanye scrubs posts uh, hangs with his kids after Kim hit after Kim K hit claim. So one thing I can say is like uh, TMZ, which is really is like my favorite of these sites. They are so good about being fairly neutral on almost everything mm-hmm. but this case because it's very hard to report on this without it coming off as just ridiculous. Um, People love him or hate yep. him, man. And the, you could tell. So it says, TMZ has confirmed that Kanye did indeed get to have the kids to himself today, which seemed to have triggered his mass deletion of the disparaging post. It seems like he just, he finally got to see his kids and it calmed him down. Dude just wants to see his family, right? Mm-hmm. Is that such a hard Imagine. Thing? Imagine, right? Uh-huh. So it says, uh, a video circulating online that appears to show all four of the children hanging out with him at, the, at some sort of church service he was at in LA. Sans Kim or any of the chaperone, or any of chaperone around. It's seen, oh, it seems... What is any oh any sort of chaperone around? Wow, I, I can't read. Don't you think he, she's coming off as super evil? Um, I think she comes off as somebody who wants to remain like uh, somebody who understands the business aspect that mm-hmm. comes with divorce amongst uh, celebrities. Well, they've said the same thing when she got married the first time. How she was really detached from her ex husband. Yep. Like it's kind of weird because like for her like as you said like she sees it as a business standpoint but as a human standpoint she's very detached but she She can separate herself from it emotionally she's mastered the art of making her personal life Mm -hmm. part of her business model so she knows that there is no financial or uh professional upside to appearing anything other than detached Mm -hmm. and professional in this situation how much business do you need to worry about when you're (laughs) that loaded you know what i mean like at this point you should be prioritizing your children and what you're doing is you're she kind of does she's not she's defaming their father across Mm -hmm. the world she should like he should also not be talking about on social media and she should not be responding she knows he will i'm Mm -hmm. saying but it's Uh it's a disaster from both sides yeah Yeah. I, i see it as neither side is is coming they're both getting uh, barely passing marks when it comes to this uh, and it's become this whole thing that it really is kind of shocking to see and I feel and honestly you, whatever your opinion is of Kim I feel bad for both of them and I yeah. feel bad for the kids more than yeah more than any of it they're the, the real victims that's yep. what I'm saying it's like um, she's just worried about business and her image is like lady you are a I mean, former porn actress or like one time, I one and done. That's, I don't know yeah. if you would consider that. I mean, uh, I would consider it uh, like of the fact that she like created her fame off it. So like it, it wasn't like an mm-hmm. unimportant event in her life. Like she like she started her whole career off scandal. Yeah. And now she's like moving on to the next phase of her life, creating a scandal of her former husband. Mm-hmm. Like what a movies will be told movies will be made and uh stories will be told about the business acumen that this woman has uh built up uh not just her but her whole family mm-hmm. i mean um, her father's famously litigious so like uh, you can yeah. see where yep uh, her head's at so it's uh she's uh, uh i do laugh when people say that she's not talented i think she's extremely talented no, she's super at talented. a very and very smart, uh yeah. at a very hard to define uh, profession, which is managing the world of uh, basically having a uh, when, when you're that famous and it's tied to your business, you're atten- you essentially have a social credit score. She's like a chick Trump. <laughs> like everything's about the Kardashian brand, just like Trump. Trump building, Trump this, Trump that. This. Yeah, She's exactly. Like Kardashian I'm the best Kardashian. I'm yeah, the best everyone Kardashian. says so. I sell my name. There's many Kardashians. That's true. Because if you them. look how many words that she owns, she owns a lot of words. What do you mean? Like, um, you can buy rights to certain words that you're not allowed to use as a brand, and she owns a lot. Can you? Do you know like which ones? Um, I own a lot of words. 
I, I do a lot of business. I was a business. I wish I sent you that um, she's YouTube all short. About, I, and and mm-hmm. I, I've seen it before. Like, she's all yeah. about that. And that's like like how McDonald's owns I'm Loving It, I'm sure. Yeah. I was a businessman doing business. Oh, God. But okay. it, I don't know, man. I just like. I, I thought. See, like, I can literally see it's like it's like you feel for him so deeply. This man, I've just seen the voices, mm-hmm. and I I feel, I said feel, I feel like he doesn't comprehend how dirty this is gonna get. I well, remember you had that one article where he said like uh, he's like I've never been through a divorce before. Yeah, you, I was like you're gonna. You're, I was like you're. That's why you're gonna lose <laughs> Dude, in, in this. Unfortunately, blown out of the water. Okay, like she's going. See. She's on a full offensive move. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned it in one of his like I think drinking bros or some mm-hmm. shit. That's what it's called interviews he was like um like the pr people are just getting in the way of everything i was like you already lost and even before uh you really think about he's already an eccentric person so he's going to be misconstrued and misunderstood from the get-go he's no longer eccentric now he has like mental issues you see like how they turn everything Usually yeah. you are you're allowed to have those if you're rich you're just called eccentric that's a it's a but if you're poor you're just you're just insane mm-hmm. if he had the right opinions right now he'd be the martyr yes. but like he yeah. has wrong opinions about things and um, so. so she applied for 149 applications for um, different words yep different words and it's kind of weird because she owns the rights to Kimoji. <laughs> okay yeah They're like it was just a weird thing i wish i sent you that um youtube short because it says exactly the numbers um of words that she owns same thing with um taylor swift she owns like over 200 these people Damn. are not your friends mm-hmm. they're no. ruthless business people uh, yep. i'm saying like so the age of celebrity worship needs to come to an end mm-hmm. like it's a, it, it is a business to them and you are uh, nothing more than um, and an advertising a source of like a place they can advertise to mm-hmm. their opinions were a poll yep the, <laughs> a poll that they got the results and it's like i believe this now yeah like they have focus groups that tell them what to think yep. so, yeah yes uh i want to move on and talk about roland emmerich with um this is so funny because we had uh we went and saw Moonfall the other night, and we did a very, very spirited review. Mm-hmm. It was 33 minutes long where I basically talk about how this is the greatest and worst movie of all time. And then um, the, we, uh, Nick sent me a link to a YouTuber <laughs> that he likes. Who, who it, This movie broke him. He's like, I can't tell if it deserves a zero on Rotten Tomatoes or a 100%. It's so bad. Uh, <laughs> and, and, but the it thing is, is, is I love bad movies. I, I absolutely adore. Like The Room? Even that, that's almost beyond parody. Like, that's like, like you can tell that that's like serious, but like it's just made by a guy who just didn't really understand the process of movie making. They use this, the same sex scenes three times. This is the <laughs> same one. Wait for In the room. This, this guy, incredible. this is a man who can objectively make a good disaster movie, i.e., Independence Day or Day After Tomorrow. Tw- 2012 wasn't even all that awful of a movie. Uh, and still. He like I just love the fact that he talks crap on the industry here because he's just like I'm on my shit I don't give a crap and he doesn't like Marvel movies uh, so it says Independence Day director says franchise films are ruining the industry uh, Roland Emmerich has made it clear on a few occasions that he is not a big fan of uh, of Marvel and he recently doubled down on his disdain for big franchises well it sometimes seems that the world is being dominated by the big movie franchises such as the Marvel Cinematic Universe Star Wars and the DCEU I mean it really is just stuff being owned by corporations mm-hmm. it's just uh it's the soulless 
um, whims of billionaires who want to sell you something that has to use as little advertising revenue as possible because they've built up goodwill over the years. And from the last episode I was on, we were talking yeah. about how they're going to remake, uh, what's this called? Critical Role? Yeah. Into an animated the, series. So, the, like, now even the independent people are getting remade. Yep. The, it's, yep. like, well, crazy. The, at least they're involved in, like, the executive... They're executive producing and helping write it. Like I know, but, like, but nothing re- repurposed. Is, nothing is sacred from... Right. Uh, that started out as a Kickstarter campaign that eventually ended up on Amazon yeah. Prime. So. And also, um, I was reading the comments. Um, they said the One Piece live action, the creator may not be a part of it obviously not. Mm-hmm. there's no way yeah because like uh they said he like the article that we read said he will but they said maybe he might not because like okay. hollywood will take over yeah completely. they won't allow him to make what he wants yeah. isn't there a trillion one piece episodes like yeah there's over a thousand and something episodes wow. like i just saw a review there's for no it. way they can do a live action like the the actors well, are gonna be like mm-hmm. 172 <laughs> by its done. exactly but i think they're doing like season one what a ridiculous show by the way just effing ended <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's I never got into it. Like, did you ever get into it? I no, never the got animation is horrible. Looking. That's what I'm saying. But people love it. Like, they eat it. All like, right. it's like the most delicious thing ever. And I'm like, no. I love complaining about One Piece for all my weeb fans. No, One Piece sucks. Get, get over it. It says, he see, he, t- he, t- okay. His, uh, let's go down here and start back up here. It says, there's no denying their popularity. They're talking about the, those properties they mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. There's no denying their popularity is the reason for the growing number of big movie franchises. However, along the likes of Martin Scorsese, Independence Day director Roland Emmerich, isn't a huge fan of the way these movies are, be, are have taken over cinema and has gone as far as to say he believes that they are ruined, they have ruined the film industry. His take seems uh, a little dramatic in the grand scheme of things, but the colossal movies that come along with every one of these franchises, such as Spider-Man No Way Home, the upcoming The Batman, have changed the way disaster movies like ID4 are received by audiences, and there is an expectation of everything being bigger than it was before. During an interview with Denna Geek, uh, Emmerich said, Naturally, Marvel and DC Comics uh, and Star Wars have pretty much taken over. It's ruining the industry a little bit because nobody does anything original anymore. While this is not the first time Emmerich has taken a swipe at superhero blockbusters having previously said that he used to watch Marvel films on long haul flights to fall asleep ah that feels like shade <laughs> yeah, and it seems like uh, that much of it is comes down to by his admission being German born he revealed in an what? He revealed in an early interview that superheroes were not a thing in Germany until after he was beyond watching that kind of thing. So he didn't grow up with those properties. But mm-hmm. most of the audience didn't care about super. Whatever people want to admit, they they didn't grow up caring about this Never. stuff. Um, none of it. What's funny is like none of this translates to sales in the comic books because the comic books are so awful now and, and they're so far removed from what sells on screen. That's what's yeah. so funny about people, dude. Like. I, I remember like when being high school and like liking Batman and what, being excited about the first trilogy and they were mm-hmm. like Batman what are you three <laughs> and now everyone is like oh my god I got my Batman t-shirt like people will just like like people are algorithm and they'll like anything they're programmed to mm-hmm. I, I don't think as much it's as much Marvel as it is uh, I think that uh, the the Dark Knight trilogy made no, made it more palatable to normies before the because that wasn't a superhero movie it was essentially no. a crime thriller it was it was in no way was it superhero Academy Award winning mm-hmm. I mean there's there's 
there's sociopolitical topics that lean into that uh, with, with the with um, Ledger dying uh, and passing away. But in general, it made it palatable to Norman. Like they're going to make Miss Marvel now, yep. um, and there's like they're going to have to change her superheroes because nobody wants to watch somebody have an ex- an arm that grows to three times normal size and punch somebody in the face because yep. it looks stupid. Uh, um, also, the CW like. Trying to get Gotham Knights. Yep, they're gonna do like so. All of this stuff, it's so watered down now. Mm-hmm. So I get what he's saying because, in a lot of ways, as big budget <clears throat> and dumb as his movies were, at least they were like scripts that he had to write that didn't come with built-in characters, right? So uh, the reason I hate these movies is because they don't pay attention to what these characters' origin stories were, anyways. Yeah, but Will Smith playing Will Smith, you know, I th- I'm okay great. with that. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. As was I, but like what I'm saying is like. His formulaic isn't that different, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like Will Smith being confident and like, what's up, guys? Let's save the day. Like that was that was a genre. That was the Marvel well, movies like, of our time. Exactly. Like when it's like he's basically he's part of a genre that passed. When we were when we were arguing about or not arguing, we were talking about whether Jackass Forever or or uh, Moonfall would win be- or the box office this weekend. I knew for for the most part that because it costs so little to make, Jackass would probably be the more successful movie. But mm-hmm. deep down, I want to see disaster movies make a comeback, not because I think they're good movies, but because they remind me of my childhood. So I'm e- even I'm susceptible to that nostalgia element that we all fall victim to at times. It, f- it, it harkens me back to a time of far less sociopolitical strife, far less polarization in the public climate. Mm-hmm. I, I have a, a soft spot there. Would I know that when this movie... In when this movie was made arguably there's very little in the way of political agenda in this movie other than the inclusion of like certain elements that clearly were notes from the Chinese production company yeah like including like a Chinese nanny that speaks Mandarin she's not a nanny she's a foreign exchange and nanny no she's the kid's nanny I man I just also a student (laughs) the music industry and the movies in particular not TV shows as much but like definitely movies and TV shows are worse dude no they're so woke yeah, some but we're, like we're watching like i i just like the best show that i've seen in like five years right now i t- i can't I'm, 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 I'm i finally finished it i'm through i'm watching it through a second time mm-hmm. and 10 years ago it would have been a boilerplate passable action series now it's like revelatory because the lead character is allowed to just be a masculine dude that alpha doesn't male. that doesn't get talked down to by women mm-hmm. so the like that industry is almost worse because uh, they need their points um, but movies are all just remakes. Yeah. Movies are woke remakes, and at least TV shows are new. Uh, depends. Right. I mean, there's like, there's brilliance out. Like you said, Euphoria is very popular right mm-hmm. now. I wasn't I, that show canceled. I can't. No, no. no it just they just had season two. Uh, I can't really watch it because I'm I, I'm sensitive to anything with like heavy drug use in right. it. Like mm-hmm. I've been rewatching Justified and I forgot just how much drug use was in that show. And I love that show, but I'm like watching dudes do like, like I'm just like oh man, I like there's scenes I have to fast forward through because right. it's like a mental trigger. Mm-hmm. But writing like that is almost non-existent now because they have to have agenda in there. So in TV, it's about socio-political agenda. In movies, it's about remakes. But none of it feels organic anymore because these are all it's the same three mega corporations releasing this stuff no matter what movie you're watching it's probably a branch of warner brothers or disney mm-hmm. or the disney court and it's formulaic and it's formulaic so like when i get a show like uh 
uh, Reacher, which is yeah. has tropes in there, but they're tropes that aren't as used these days. So uh, I like we're gonna re- like I'm gonna review it tomorrow, and I'm literally yeah. gonna talk for like twenty because that's how, that's how good it is to me. Um, but I would love to see. I, I don't know if the pendulum is gonna swing back the other way. But the point is here: so he's calling out Marvel movies, and then. <laughs> And then we find out uh, here uh, from this next article, it says, Moonfall is a real disaster at the box office. So they take pot shots at him, too. It says, only a few days after Roland Emmerich was cited as saying that the Marvel Studios and Star Wars franchises are hurting the industry and making it more difficult to make profitable disaster movies like the ones he is known for, it appears that he was simply constructing a pretext for what was to come. Moonfall, the latest disaster epic from Emmerich, appears to be destined for a colossal flop after failing to establish a gravitational attraction with the early moviegoers that's fantastic writing mm-hmm. i mean you just gotta go straight to netflix right now like yeah. during the pandemic movies there's like, no point a movie like this would have been better i feel it would have done better streaming uh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta go straight like it's if 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 um you're just embarrassing yourself if red notice <laughs> if they can make a hundred million dollar red notice movie on netflix why yeah. can't they do a 146 million dollar disaster movie uh, with you know, because the Red Notice cost that much because they had to pay The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. This movie only had um, Patrick. Uh, Patrick, I always forget his last. I want to say Spencer. Patrick Stewart, Stewart, but it's not Patrick Stewart. It's uh, um, but the him and Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. Halle Berry is like arguably the biggest name in that in that movie. They, but mm-hmm. I'm sure Netflix can still afford her if it's uh, a movie like that. This would have done way better on HBO Max. Or on Netflix, uh, but the thing is, people who watch these movies like I don't want to see r- big dumb disaster movie on a big TV. Mm-hmm. I want to see big dumb disaster movie on a movie in a, on a movie theater screen. Yeah, yeah, but big dumb dialogue fits on Netflix. Big dumb action fits on the movie the- in the movie theater. So you guys have analyzed the box no- uh, office numbers a lot. Yep. So are they like super down in comparison to like pre-COVID? Anything, um, anything non-superhero related, it's blamed on covid and then superhero movies do okay uh, and then it's still blamed on covid spider-man kind of destroys that narrative because it's still it's about to become like the third highest grossing movie of all time not adjusted for inflation which is a mistake on there i saw it on saturday uh spider-man finally Mm -hmm. what'd you think uh it was really good but uh i the way Tim was talking about it, I was like, this is the greatest movie in history. We are, we're <laughs> in an age now where movies are so obsessed with sub- subverting expectations and not giving audiences what they want that a movie that just avoids political agenda and gives you what you want seems like a rev- like, like I said with the show, like Reacher, it seems like a revelation to just make something the audience wants. Mm-hmm. They didn't, uh, Peter Parker is the main character in his own movie for once. They it was like a mental health movie. Yes, it was like all about like turning the villains into good guys and then yeah. failing along the way. It was kind of weird. Yep, Tim Tim loved that movie. I mean, I to me yeah. it was, but I'm I've never been particularly attached to Spider Man as a superhero, and I also think there's a lot of revisionist history about Andrew Garfield's The Amazing Spider Man because everybody hated that movie. I mm-hmm. liked it. Uh, everyone else hated that movie when it came I liked out. It. I thought he was great. Now everyone's pretending as if they're like, I loved it all along. I think all the Spider Mans have been great. Uh, I can't say the same for the Batmans because of like Ben Affleck, but like, see, I love Ben Affleck as Batman. Are you kidding? I love me? Ben Affleck as Batman. <laughs> I love the idea of um, uh, what can I throw at you? <laughs> First of you all, can throw my a wipes. lot of the a lot of the dislike. <laughs> Uh, was factory manufactured from no, uh, from studios. I'm not talking about the fans. I'm saying, first of all, the studio interfered and took 35 minutes out of each of those movies that would have gone f- a lot farther in making the story more, co- more, co- more coherent. I understand mm-hmm. the dislike for the story. 
uh, this talk about how he doesn't, how he's like killing people. I'm like, if you think that Christian Bale didn't kill at least one person every time he drove that tumbler off a bridge, you're you're nuts. <laughs> it's it's literally just picking and choosing. Yeah, what they're you, roid, roided out. Yeah, so like it's, it's like if you if you don't think that anybody d- didn't die in any of those other ones, you're wrong. Like yeah. so to me, that feels like manufactured bullshit from Disney paid companies that love. Uh, to to they also okay I'll give you another example Batman vs Superman had like a forty six percent drop or a forty or fifty percent drop from week one to week two uh-huh. and every news outlet that covered it made it sound like that was the kiss of death death knell the movie's done forever that's an average drop that was mm-hmm. a bad movie though. The, I'm just saying that I say everyone, but it's all subjective, dude. I like, yeah, I, mean, I will for me never, yeah. I will never like, I liked Ben Affleck better as, um, uh, as Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And I liked Christian Bale better as Batman. Okay. Sure. Fam. Um, <laughs> I, there's also an argument to be made that, um, Ben Affleck got stuck in a far more comic book like movie, meaning yeah. de- uh, doomsday and super villains that make it a lot harder to act like a, a normal, like, like Batman would be taking on his regular rogues gallery mm-hmm. of earthbound heroes. Had you put him up against Deathstroke when they were going to cast Joe Manganiello to play Deathstroke could have been a totally different movie. And also I feel like he and uh, what's this guy, super Henry Cavill, they had no uh, like on scene. Chemistry. Oh, inter- interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really, I love Henry Cavill as Superman. I like him yes, too, but do. like they didn't have any chemistry together. Like it was just like, he had, uh, he had good chemistry with Gal Gadot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, <laughs> I imagine any straight male would have fantastic yeah. chemistry with Gal Gadot, but you know, Dane, your love interest is going to be Gal Gadot. Yeah, I can, I, I can deal with that. I think, <laughs> I, I think I can make it happen. I think I can work. I can make that believable. Um, and we're getting off topic here, but the the point is, all of this is subjective. And a movie like Moonfall, it's just past its time. Um, so I don't really feel like his comments are anything. Like you know, Scorsese said the same thing. Arguably, Scorsese's era of storytelling is past its time too. How do we fix this? Video games are next. That's what will be strip mine. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good no. thing. I'm saying the next big, the next big uh, well for for Hollywood will be. Uh, to strip mine and ruin all the video game. It's already happening. Yep, we're gonna. Everything's we're, a remake, and like uh, the Kotaku fools are mm-hmm. like sexualization and whatever. Well, the, the men have the twelve pack abs and are constantly mm-hmm. shirtless. Yeah. yeah, it's it's hypocrisy on every level there. So that I don't even like. Well, the funny thing is, when we started doing this, like yeah. that was originally one of the things I was gonna do. I wanted to cover like the stupid articles, but I try to keep it more like analysis driven and on articles that I actually tend to like because there's more positive discussion that can come out of that if it's just going to be me uh ragging on kotaku or the mary sue it's like low-hanging fruit of a bunch of like weirdo uh activists that are writing these articles arguably for clickbait they want they want to make people like us click on them so we'll talk about it i you know our channel isn't that big but there's a lot bigger channels there's your clownfish tvs your mr h reviews who, who do cover these activists posing as uh uh pop culture writers uh and i just say don't take the bait yeah keep it positive what about the the the, so the central theme of what roland america is saying like how do you think we get out of this how do you think we just like stop spin-off world is there a way uh, smaller bud. I, I, COVID almost would help with that. Smaller budgets don't invest as much into one single property and make smaller budget movies for streaming 
and you save only and you'd only do a couple of movies a year in the theater those are the ones you make big budgets for and then if you if your movie does well streaming like they're making an extraction too which was a uh, was that Chris Hem- it was Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. who was the one who played Thor Chris or Liam Chris, Chris. Liam's the one who was married to or engaged to Miley Cyrus yes. right poor dude um, uh, so they're making an extraction too. So there's these moments of brilliance in streaming that could arguably be pushed to the big screen if they did well enough, right? Yep. So Netflix is never going to do that. But if Disney f- uh, makes something that's really good that ends up on Disney Plus, they could then move it to the big screen, or Amazon could sell the rights to. But no, they don't want to do that. It's all it's so decentralized now between these. Uh, it's it's all these b- same. Th- few big tech conglomerates but it's over like nine streaming services now but do they really save money if they just if they just go for digital only because mm-hmm. uh we talked about that the other day i don't know if there's a way to most of the market uh, most of the budget is marketing anyway yes um well the the way they figure out from at least for movies that are released in theaters you take your budget for the movie and then you times it by 1.5 and that's your full budget mm-hmm. so if a movie costs 100 million dollars you times that by 1.5 uh, 150 like, yeah that's you so it's about how you see what i'm saying right like mm-hmm. so yeah. that's your budget for the movie so so and then you have to assume that if it's a bigger budget movie like a blockbuster like uh, a superhero movie that's probably higher twice i don't know about twice but it's definitely not like i've been seeing ads for death on the nile and that's just a it's a kenneth Branagh. i don't know how to, how you say it Hercule Perot, but I can never pronounce it the cool way. Hercule Perot. Uh, it's like a, it's a murder mystery. Yes. He did um, uh, Murder on the Orient Express back in 2017. Now they're doing Death on the Nile. Uh, and that's getting a lot of push, at least in the sites that I visit. So that's in the middle of its ad push right now because it releases this week and it feels like about that much. Um, and that's a movie with a huge cast. So I, I think the, I, my, my hope would be less conventional stories. Get away from superheroes. Get away from deconstructing. I'm so sick of deconstructing superheroes. I'm so sick of uh, taking superheroes and then making them different for the sake of uh, the socio-political agenda that you want to push because you're too lazy to do another character. Stop making uh, race-swapping characters. Just make a movie about steel. Steel's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a movie about um, uh, static shock. But they don't want to do that because then they have to market it because normies have never read Static Shock or Steel. Eh. So I don't know. I think you're right. When it comes down to it, it's all marketing in the end. They're not looking at it about creatively because these people aren't creative. The, there's a very small percentage of the, the director, your writer. They're going to ruin Static Shock if they ever make I it. I know, right? Because, like, A, the protagonist is black, so it'll... it'll. They've already changed his origin. And he's a very happy-go-lucky person, yeah. like, mm-hmm. from the anime that I remember, and, like, they're just going to make him, like, huh, if I, the black man struggle, yep. like, they're going to do well, that. they're already not, doing that. In his, his best, best friend. friend is yeah. gay. Yep. So, gay like, it's, and it, white. There we go. It's mm-hmm. just going to be... It's, uh... It's, yeah. Pathetic so, fest. To yeah. me, uh, I think as uh, easy it is to be like, what does he know? His movie sucked. I still think that he has a point that eventually the marvelization of, of cinema has to, you know, uh, there was a really good uh, Razor Fist video where he talks about movie genres and how the superhero genre is reaching its peak. It's reached its peak. Yeah. And it's now in its downturn. For right? sure. After right. the Avengers. He talks about uh, how <laughs> crime, you know, you know, film noir had its time period. And then, yeah. and then there was the Oorah 80s action movies. And all of these decades have their own specific genre. Mm-hmm. And then they're on the come down. I think video game movies are next. I think it's going to be uh, after video game 
No, I think it's gonna be like family-friendly remakes. That would be cool. Like well, Home Alone and things like that. They already did it. Home Alone already has a remake. Yeah, but that's gonna be the the new trend. That's, that's probably right too, because like a lot For of the, us and our kids, the average the marketing nowadays is going towards kids mm-hmm. on YouTube. You know, that's where that that's where the marketing budgets are being pushed to. Like, like they don't even want to do like oh, like three like th- five and under, because if you do anything five and over, then there's the weirdos who like get into shipping mm-hmm. and stuff like that uh, to those characters. You know, like uh, it's, it's so they're gonna just market so, like lower and lower for families. So I bet we will see. Mm-hmm. So uh, the my point is that don't blame Roland Emmerich for just because his movie was bad does not mean that his advice or his uh, his claims didn't have merit. That's all I'm saying. You're probably the best person to talk about. Either you play GTA. I imagine at least one of you played. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 knew I remember watching Smosh play GTA and they had the SpongeBob. Smosh. Mo- Jesus. Dude, do you remember them? Like. Wow, I do. Yeah. Dude, it's kind of sad because their original cast like kind of separated. Like the, Mari, the two guys? um, yeah. So Anthony Padilla, he has his own YouTube channel that's way better than Smosh because he interviews like other um, YouTubers and he does like weird challenges with them too. But it's just like him interviewing people, and then Smosh is kind of going downhill because like the content went kind of stupid. Uh, they were a retarded bro comedy. Oh, did <laughs> yeah. you say that? No, you I can't. Uh, <laughs> stupid bro comedy. Le- Thank you. Stupid bro comedy. A little note for Chris there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, then like really? Smosh Games like kind of separated too. Like they got Riddo so um, so hinky. Like he left on his own, but like I think he got fired. And then when the whole company went downhill because like um, you remember when they went bankrupt? No, you're 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 way too deep for me. Like I just remember. oh my god, it was like a whole thing because they had Bose. She was like a new uh, Smosh Games member, and she was on Just Kidding News, and she was like telling her, her whole story. Like she was doing a live stream for them, and then all of a sudden she got a phone call on live stream and she's like dude we just lost our jobs lol yeah <laughs> <laughs> sucks to be you that, yeah i didn't mean to laugh i mean either but, that was really um, mean <laughs> but yeah a different youtube company like <clears throat> company i mean channel bought them but like it went really dumb like i watched it and i was like i can't do it because like their new cast um it has shane top who plays in the goldbergs as like the bro the blonde bro who's like really dumb the goldbergs Oh, oh, my that's God. That's Roseanne after no Roseanne. No, that's the, that's no. the Connors. Uh, I don't know anything. <laughs> okay, so Rockstar. <laughs> Sorry, Rock, I went off topic Rockstar again. confirms Grand Theft Auto 6 is on the way. You know, it's only like a gazillion years late. It's taking forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So uh, by this time, like I'll have my uh, I'll have my AARP card by the time it comes out, roughly. <laughs> um, so it says Rockstar Games has officially confirmed a new Grand Theft Auto is on its way. As yet, the company hasn't shared any details about the game, but has assured fans development is well underway. They've made so much money off five. Yep. Yes. It's the uh, uh, why would you want to even invest in in a new one? So it says in the latest Grand Theft Auto community update, Rockstar said with the unprecedented longevity of Grand Theft Auto Five. We know many of you have been asking about a new entry. It's almost like they're like, do we have to? Yep. <laughs> like that's like like we didn't really think this would last this long. Do we even mm-hmm. need to make a new game now? It says with every new project we embark on, our goal is to always uh, to significantly move beyond what we have previously delivered, and we are pleased to confirm that uh, that active and active development for the next entry of Grand Theft Auto is well underway. Uh, that was like the most like like. CEO statement like they always speak in like uh, legalese legalese it's like oh, we've reviewed the data and we, uh, but 
how do you even make this game in the current so like in our current political and like polarized and extremely sensitive climate how do you like it's easily cancelable uh it's gonna be not bad i imagine mm-hmm. it's going to be bad you know do i you don't have know hope? how much do you know how much do you know about grand theft auto 5 not much so grand theft auto 5 it's kind of an, an, an enigma mm-hmm. because so one through four came out like eight months, yeah, yeah. 12, yep. 16 months, like a year or like less than a year in between them every time. And this one has had a huge gap. And it's because it, it has like an online feature that the yeah. other ones didn't have. And from what I've learned about the online community, it's like, A, there's a trillion of them playing that game. And there's some that just like, just log in and hang out with their friends and play as normal yeah and there's some people that log into that game to larp (laughs) and they're larping like i am a police officer so i'm gonna arrest people when they're committing crimes in this world i am yeah i imagine second life some real cop is just gets off work and he's like i love the law yeah and he's like he's like i'm going online to to further enforce the law in my other jurisdiction Mm -hmm. and they get like uh those walkie talkies and they have their other friends that that are like fake cops and they talk each other on the walkie talkies yeah i'm seeing someone on this highway i'm gonna make a it's like dude it's wild but it's like, uh, I mean, these games are very, very, have always been very politically uh, incorrect. Yeah, they're not mm-hmm. PC. They're, they're about violence, prostitution, like all of that. Like, yes. I, I was it um, Sarah downstairs. Yeah. Like, they're not going to be able to kill strippers in strip clubs. Nope. Uh, and you can't do fornication anymore. You're gonna. Yeah, you, you're gonna. That's the po- whole point of the game. So yeah. Says, we look forward to sharing more to, uh, more soon as we ready uh, as we are ready. So please stay tuned to the Rockstars Newswire for official details. And then up here, I found like there's like, a bunch of like rumors about what might come with it. And uh, yeah, it's got like it's so funny if you look at the gap here. Yeah. Uh, about months between games, <laughs> and you get down to five, uh, and then it says <laughs> the Ballad of Gay Tony, mm-hmm. uh, the Lost and the Damned. Uh, but it says, could you, what? Could, when could G six GTA six's release date be? Long story short, if Rockstar had announced GTA six the day after Red Dead Redemption two came out in October twenty sixth of twenty eighteen. Uh, then based on historical delays between console GTA announcements and release, we'd be waiting around 22 months. So they're saying like, what? That's like uh, almost two years. Sounds mm-hmm. about right. Um, oh man, like the heights going to be like, the election's going to be coming up. And but that's normal. That's normal. Like uh, they always announce these games like way ahead of time. Yep. The original Final Fantasy remake, <laughs> dude, like it got announced on the PlayStation 3 and then yeah. it eventually came out at like the bitter end of the PlayStation 4. Yep. And I mean, I saw like there were still people who like talk about Duke Nukem Forever coming out. Oh my god! Like, like, <laughs> literally, like, th- like documentaries have been made about the production hell of that of that game. Uh, I'm a vi- I play vi- I'm vintage. I I can I collect and uh, keep all old systems. So I haven't played new video games in years, but I collect everything up through like first generation PlayStation Two mm-hmm. um, and earlier uh, down to Atari. So. Um, this goes against rumors, uh, earlier rumors that stated that GTA 6 could launch in October 2023 uh, and would be set in Miami. That's from a dubious online source, so it's probably not accurate. It says, mm-hmm. where, uh, what will GTA 6 be setting in, uh, setting be? So uh, what do you think? It uh, would make sense in Miami because if you think about how the gaming development is going, like they, they have to go on site and they get a bunch of, you know, like 
source material and things like that and like right now in the u.s like where where else would it be like the most comfortable to do it so yep. it's, it's kind of a, like a it's smart mm -hmm. thing so it says uh a few years back, uh, reports of a London setting for GTA 6 originated via Rockstar Games, putting the next game potentially right on the doorstep of its own studio. Rockstar co-founder Dan Hauser said the following back in September 2013. So I think uh, it's far more likely that Miami than, than the UK, right? Uh, the UK would be cooler because like, they've all been like in this area. No guns, just knives. <laughs> I mean, you'll get guns. <laughs> Says, uh, what will GTA 6's story be? As for the GTA, GTA 6 story, uh, there are plenty of rumors that in that department as well. Uh, from multiple protagonists to a single male hero, the chances of that seem highly unlikely in, mm -hmm. in, in current climate. It will be a no. very diverse hero. Oh, yeah. Um, the 2020 Reddit leak suggested that it would be set in the 1970s or 80s and feature a single male protagonist who is an up-and-coming drug lord wannabe named Ricardo. Another key character... Mm. Okay, that, that, they could do that. Mm -hmm. Maybe they do that. Uh, another key character is Casey in part, uh, is part of the narrative. According to that leak, you'll start off as a grunt doing runs as a cocaine smuggler for the, from Vice City. <laughs> to it the, it has to be a white guy because like, they mm -hmm. can't paint a minority to be a criminal. Nope, that would be social. That would be very politically incorrect. Right, so it'll be a white guy. That would be my guess. Um, <laughs> but women can be. We we need to make women criminals again. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, go ahead. Mir Miracle, would would you like to be? I mean, we're, there's a lot of talk about representation. Would you like to be represented heavily in in GTA Six? Would you like a, a character modeled after you? Well, I thought GTA already had Asian characters. I'm saying, but you can be the main bad guy in GTA Six. That's cool. So you want a five foot two woman chasing? <laughs> you would have, you. You'd have to be very violent <laughs> and proactive. Thanks yeah. for asking. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> How did you know? How did you know you wanted a tiny yeah. person to chase after you? Yeah. Will there be a GTA 6 PC release? It is pretty clear at this stage that GTA 6 will be a PS5 and Xbox X release, especially in light of the upcoming GTA 5 next-gen post for, uh, for the console and PC. However, the, whether a GTA 6 PC port will be released at the same time as its console counterparts isn't quite as straightforward. Is that common? For, I thought, they, did they usually come out at the same time? No, uh, usually GTAs come like a year or two years in console, then like one year after in... In other games? In PC, yeah. But I'm saying, but in, in other games, is that the same, not just GTA, but in other uh, releases? The, sometimes they, they, usually they're... Didn't Cyberpunk release all at once? Mm. Man, but, I mean, but it was bad, but everything, with, but the PC version was bad. There's three different models. Number one is like platform exclusive. Number two is like for everyone. And number three is like on this platform for like a year or two and then on others for ad after that. Okay. Um, and then most, of, I mean, GTA usually is the latter, the third one. Don't most of these make their money through the, through the multiplayer mode anyways, mm -hmm. through, through, uh, this, this yeah. game definitely through the microtransactions. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how they make their money. The, the, this one in particular. Yeah. I know people hate microtransactions. They're terrible. And, they're, and they're, it's selling the game. Like, it's like, would you like to play your game? Pay more loot boxes. Stuff yeah. like that, right? Um, so I don't know. Uh, I, I imagine that you'll be excited to play this when it when it comes out. Um, no, this is one of the very few games outside of like role playing that I play. So like, yeah, I'll play. Excellent. I didn't play five, but uh, this it, it's been so long that I, I'll probably play it. You should play five and, and brush up. I should. You should. Mm -hmm. You should. Jumping in on it like ten years later or something. That'd like how old is that game? Miracle. Any interest in this? You're um, more, are you more of a phone gamer? 
I am, but I like watching other people play games. See, that is such a weird mm-hmm. subculture of people that love to I, watch other people. Pl- I'll never understand. I blame it. Smosh Games and PewDiePie. Okay, I str- blame them. I get it. Some strategy games are fun to watch because, like, you you're seeing like a top player is like, oh, so that's like the strategy. And and the and a lot of I mean, they're not just gamers; they're entertainers as well. They they have to be both engaging and good at what what they're doing. But it's just like it's for every like I, I guess that's probably a personality type. Like I loved playing sports. I never cared much for watching sports but also like think of it like games are expensive so mm-hmm. like for kids that, that don't have that much disposable income they can watch the game first and be like oh yeah that's cool that's down my alley and they buy it then oh, mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah like that's the same concept with me watching reviews before watching the actual mu- um movie i've stopped doing that mm-hmm. um I well can't i i stopped doing it too because like you want us to have a pure response to it yep i don't want your i don't want uh an opinion of something colored by a yeah. review editorialized uh, mm-hmm. like i i we did a review early on here where i i i saw it uh free and clear but then watched a review before we did the the our review of it and it, it ended up affecting how i delivered my own review of it so now i won't watch anything like i like jeremy johns just put up his review for death on the nile mm-hmm. and i'm not going to watch it until after we go see the movie and then record mm-hmm. um the review of it because i just i find that people are too susceptible to that's to better that type it's better that type of thing so yeah, you're doing a so yeah. things. so i don't know we'll, we'll see what comes with this this is one of those things where since i'm not the the big gamer i do know that the, a lot of people in this house or in this at this at this office are are gamers so it's mm-hmm. a super big game it's a super controversial game yes. um everything that you're saying is gonna happen like it's gonna it's gonna stir a lawsuit but i mean if your company's called rockstar yep you can't be like, you know, we bowing f- to the mob. That, but the thing is, that, but whether they do or I mean, they're still a, a, a publicly traded company, right? Like they're still know. like a, they're I'm still guessing. a massive organization yeah, that has to care about uh, public image, mm-hmm. uh, even if that image, even if it becomes incongruous with like what you're selling, right? Mm-hmm. Who knows? We will see. Miracle, are you going to play it when it comes out? Maybe. Um, do we have the console for it? I'm or sure. are we gonna play it on PC, Dane? Um, I don't think it's coming for PC. I, I mean, we don't know. The game's not. I'm even guessing announced. it would be uh, if you guys watch it, be a big slap in the face, and they're like, only on the streaming um Steam Deck. <laughs> watch it be a big slap in the nah, face. No, it'll, it'll probably be like a Xbox or PS exclusive. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's a it's a PS5 and Xbox X. Yep. I mean, and Xbox, they're always at war, so you never know. Like yep. if they buy like the licensing like at the last moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so I want to talk about the the most hilarious virtue signal. Uh, Somebody does something nice. That person is Billy Eilish, not Billy Irish. Irish. Not Billy Irish. (laughs) Um, uh, Billy Eilish stops Atlanta concert to give inhaler. Shades Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. See, you, you were doing so well. There. How do you know she's giving him shade, though? Does she say something? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. Like, uh, I do want to point out that it's very possible that this could be. Um, the uh, article stirring up just a little bit of trouble. Right. So it says, Billie Eilish brought her concert to a full stop halt over one fan who appeared to be in distress. Uh, if you are thinking about, a- uh, if you're thinking about Astro World Fest here, well, mm-hmm. so is she. It says, the singer was performing in Atlanta on Saturday where State Farm Arena seemed to be packed to the gills with fans. But my COVID, uh, <laughs> that that was me editorializing, mm-hmm. um, especially down below where she was performing and where one gal apparently started getting crushed in the pit. I love her outfit; it literally looks like somebody 
threw pa- fabric swatches at her from like a Joanne Fabrics. Yeah, <laughs> she really doesn't care. Well, that outfit is that outfit is dope. Well, because she, she doesn't want to show her boobas. Look at her dad shoes. Like she looks like she's gonna go mow the lawn. It's awesome. Hey, leave her dad shoes alone. I would wear it. I know. So let's check out this video we got of the moment. Uh, the b- uh, B paused. Oh, Billy Eilish. B E. I'm like. Put mm-hmm. the dots in there. Paused everything once she became aware of what was going on. It only seems that the lady in question was having trouble breathing and needed an inhaler. Luckily, Billy uh, actually had one on hand and instructed the stage crew to get it to her ASAP. While the fan was being attended to, Billy settled down the crowd, told them to take a deep breath and step back, at the same time noting she wants to take care of her own, oh, something man. she made sure to do in past concerts of hers as well, dating back years. This came, this came, uh, then came a shot which was clearly aimed at Travis Scott and Billy saying, quote, I wait for people to be okay before I keep going. (laughs) Then that got huge cheers from the audience. Mm -hmm. Of course, she's referencing the fact that Travis November, that Travis's November uh, set continued, uh, set continued for several minutes after the event was declared a mass casualty event, which uh, with many uh, suspecting Travis Scott was well aware of what was going on. He strongly denied that, claiming ignorance to the severity of things. No Mm -hmm. way. You don't. No th- way. You, you don't think that it was. That you think he knew what was going on, dude. Have you like he yeah. was like staring at them? Yep. Yeah. Like the the live footage from the event is him like staring at him and like singing, singing like as if like he didn't care. It yeah. seems like he was distracted by all of it. And he's got a history of being like of encouraging. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting here is the fact that Billy is replacing Travis Scott at Coachella this year. Oh man. Don't guys don't like any of these people. They're yeah. all just they're all just in it for themselves. Listen, do you know what she thought when she gave that person her inhaler? Fantastic marketing. She did not think of anything because all that was fake. Mm-hmm. All that was fake and inserted. Uh, yeah, she just happened to have like an inhaler like super any, okay, readily available. You know. No, let, let, let's say Come okay. So let's give. How her does the, she know that the, the person Nina was an inhaler? Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. I will not. Let's give her the benefit <laughs> of the doubt and say all of that. She saw a lady having trouble breathing. She's Dr. Billie Eilish House. And she can spot a person from the stage that's having trouble breathing. Okay, fine. She she just happens to have her inhaler. Stops the whole performance. She she has her own inhaler. She says, okay, she gives her the inhaler. Perfect. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You did a very good thing there. Continuing on and making that comment while knowing that you're replacing the guy you're... uh, That's clearly business and marketing. Like, I don't buy for a second that that is in any way a coincidence. It's not. It says, uh, what's interesting here is the fact that Billy is replacing Travis Scott at Coachella this year. Although an official announcement is yet to be made, the cat's out of the bag. He got bumped amid the controversy. Other headliners dropped out too. Uh, And Billy Eilish is one of the new artists who's been tapped up in their stead. Uh, You got to wonder if this was on her mind when she said this. It was on her mind when she said this. It was rehearsed. I, I don't. He says rehearsed. I think she's just very smart and business oriented, and understood. She's nineteen. Like she, her, she had a team that. But she's of this. been raised in this business to uh, fair to understand this. So, the other Eilish talks about it. You don't wear that unless it's a business. No, I'm just kidding. It's a, <laughs> God bless her outfits. They they make me laugh. Um, the, the fear of crowd crush hits all too close to home these days after the tragic events of Travis Scott's November 2021 Astro World Festival, where ten people died after the mask 
massive crowd around, of around 50,000 people surged toward the stage. The youngest and final victim, Ezra Blount, was uh, only nine years old. I still don't understand what a nine-year-old was doing at a, at a concert like that. Because uh, parents. Yeah, when he succumbed to his injury. God, that is so tragic. Uh, the lack of intervention from Travis uh, or his team during the events found the rapper heavily public. Uh, the rapper heavily public criticism. Found the rapper heavy uh, public criticism and multiple lawsuits. He's getting sued into oblivion mm-hmm. right now for this. Among the critics, Billy, who seemed to reference the incident on stage after helping the fan, she stated, "I wait for the people to be okay before I keep going to mass applause." Mm-hmm. Many have criticized Scott for continuing his set, and then. Uh, <laughs> It says, Billy, whose candid and real relationship with her fans has made her a superstar. Just they wait, spent, Billy. They, you'll no, mess up one day. You'll, you'll <laughs> probably endorse NFTs and they'll yeah, come yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah. You'll yeah. do um, something. You'll do something. Something th- innocuous. You'll be like, I love glazed donuts. And they'll be Did like, you know that glazed donuts is the number one food for white supremacists? Like, it, it'll be something like that. Well, That's also, she doesn't appreciate men. Like, she thinks men are terrible. She also... She doesn't think any of these things. Her public relations mm-hmm. agent my, told her that. Yeah. My, my cynical side... Like, it's almost a relief to know that most of these... It's not that they're nuts or that they're actually that, like this. It's just business. Yeah. And that's as depressing as that is, it's almost a relief in a lot of ways to know that like it's like the, did you see the Susan Sarandon thing about the So if art is a business, don't give them your business until they give us art. It's yeah. that's what I'm saying. like this is on the fans for not uh accepting uh, for, for accepting less and not accept, you know realizing that you can you can wish for more. go search for entertainment outside of the mainstream mm-hmm. and find somebody that speaks to you uh in a way that's based on the art, not on what their their v- views are. Now, the, the reason for, for me to say this is like, I don't follow any celebrities on social media because I don't want to know what their opinions are. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I if you make, if you're an actor and you perform great in movies and I love what you do, that's as much as you're going to get from me and that's all I need from you. Pretty much. I don't need you to validate my views of the world. I like, like this is one of the reasons I don't like to cover, like one of the things I think that... Uh, pardon me for getting into this here, that uh, people, uh, conservatives uh, lose is because as much as they trash people that don't agree with them, Mm -hmm. they still fawn and love when they find people that do agree with them. And you need to just not care. Yeah. Because you don't need others to validate your views of the world. Whatever you believe, whether you believe the same as me, whether you believe different as me, you should not care what I think, nor should you care what Billie Eilish thinks of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think celebrity worship is a problem in today's culture. It's we, a in, super in a way, niche. I guess you could say we, we, attri- we, we contribute to that in a way because we talk about it. Yeah, uh, you know, we make it easier for people to to find you know those somebody who does worship Billie Eilish can watch this and be and disagree with us. I mean, at least we're spotting out that this is yeah. obviously fake. And I'm not. And, and the thing is, is, I'm not even really like saying anything negative about her. I'm saying negative about the whole industry as a whole. Yeah, it's, it's just so tasteless. cynical and tasteless. Yeah, it's just like I mean, it was a tragedy what happened, and uh, she's just trying to be like, no, tragedies don't happen around not, me. Not on my stage. I'm a wholesome brand. Yep. Like, yeah, okay. Not on my stage. <laughs> so uh, it's just, I just, I'm very cynical when it comes to this stuff. Oh yeah, never noticed. <laughs> what do you think about it? I don't know. I just never liked Billie Eilish when it came out. Why did I say it? I mean, when she first came out, um, I was never a big fan. So anything she says, like, it's just trash to me. She seems like a cool girl. But again, it's eh. like public relations. You disagree. I don't think she's that cool. 
Okay. I don't think Seems she's nice. do tell. I don't think she's that cool. I think it's all about PR, and they make her seem like she's cool, but she's not. I feel like she's a poser, and Damn. it really <laughs> does come down to PR yeah. and marketing. It, like that's all these industries are. They're PR, they're marketing, and they're selling you a product. And the thing is, in the social media age, a lot of what they're selling you is a uh, hyper is like a hyper artistic. I get not artistic. It's like a. I uh, wish it's it. It's uh, an expanded version of themselves. It's not really mm-hmm. who they are. Right? Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, this girl... Even when we record this, you put on a veneer of sorts. Mm-hmm. We may right. believe everything we're saying, but like, like when I go... When we leave this room and I'm done, I don't talk exactly like this all the time. You still, no matter how honest and There's real you are... profanity. Th- there, <laughs> there, is, there is a semblance of performance to everything you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what you have to understand is, for somebody like us, it's probably minimal. You're sharing stuff you believe in because you're not owned by a corporation. You're talking about stuff you want to talk about. But for them, they're, uh, you know, that type of uh, veneer, that cover, is over every level of what they do. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, she just comes from a long line of female um, singers yeah. who were once deified and who will inevitably have their fall. Uh, like, if she thinks that like, giving like her PR agent being like, give someone an inhaler is going to save her, dude, the new young thing's going to come out. And they're going to find something on you just to make a new cycle. I, mm-hmm. I suppose the best thing you could say is like she tries to to avoid the sexuality aspect of it. Because she does. what I always get I'm annoyed by is the ones that embrace it in their younger years and then call it sexist as they get old. Like Scarlett, It'll happen with Scarlett Johansson <coughs> broke my heart mm-hmm. when she's like talked about uh, Black Widow being sexualized in Iron Man 2. I'm like, dude, it's, first of all, it's the point of that character. Uh, and second of all, you're all too—they're all too willing to accept it and lap up that attention when it makes them money and helps them raise their status when they're younger. But then they literally just use it as a business tool to talk down about as they get older. The only role she's ever pay- played is like a Black Widow, B struggling actress. Mm-hmm. She's a good actress. No, no, but like she's played the role of a struggling actress. Yes. Like um, she's always like a broke, destitute, struggling actress who meets someone, mm-hmm. and then an X happens in yeah. every single movie. So it's like, what was the one with her and uh, Adam Driver? Marriage Story or something? No. That was the one that people loved. Uh, it was a real. It was like a. It was like it was, they like both cry a lot in the movie, but that one got really, really good reviews. But I'm just saying, she will inevitably meet her demise at the end of the industry. Yeah. She will be replaced. Every Nicki Minaj gives way to Cardi marriage B. Marriage story. Ma- so it was marriage story. She'll mm-hmm. she'll be she'll be the ultimate example of this because like unlike Miley Cyrus and Britney Spears before her, mm-hmm. she started knowing that that's her inevitable end, and she's having all these it's stories. Almost more tragic, right? Yeah. But like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Miley Cyrus was very wholesome. Yeah, yep. she was. Mm-hmm. She started wholesome. wholesome. She had a TV show that was called Hannah, Monta- uh, Hannah Montana. My Sorry. little sister used to you watch it. You almost said yeah. Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah. She's Hannah like, Montana. She's related to Tony Montana. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, Say hello to my little friend. Like, wow, exactly. Hannah Montana's lit as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. See, that's a spinoff movie I can get down with. Ask Robot Chicken. I think they already made it. Get me the ha- get me the one of Tony Montana's uh, long lost daughter, <laughs> Hannah Montana, and she's she becomes a drug king. Savage. <laughs> yes, we need. Somebody write it, please. <laughs> I think Robot Chicken already beat us to that. That's amazing. There we go. That's amazing. But yeah, like she made a Hannah Montana TV show. Like she had like three movies, 
like it was like really wholesome but then she went downhill same thing with demi like demi used to be really wholesome but then it went downhill now now they have a huge spider on the side of their head for no same thing's gonna happen to her no matter how hard the same pr agents me no i said demi oh Oh, the the tattoo. Yeah, I was like, what? The same PR agents mm-hmm. that right now are working so damn hard of her having like a little squeaky clean brand. Mm-hmm. They're the same agents that are gonna destroy her. Yeah, I was like, oh, move this way Dave, a little bit. I'm can just, you can move you this way? Yeah. yeah, center up, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I was like, get your your, your mic. Closer. You know, you look a little bit like <laughs> Seth Rogen right now. I know, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Oh my god! Like I, I when I when I got, I'll up, never call on this podcast again. You say that shit. Um, you look nothing like. I hate that. He he, he is such mm, a. Oh boy! I just he, said a word. A I should it. He's a very big douche canoe. I hate him. Um, oh, that's a cute word. Um. Yeah. He's 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 insufferable. Hate him. He's insufferable. Uh, oh, he is. But like, I feel like Billie Eilish. Even though she started her brand, where she's like, I don't want to over sexualize myself. But that one time where she wore a tank top and they saw her big bazungas. They were like, oh my God. Miracle, Jesus. Sorry. You're blowing out her eardrums, man. She, she had like a whole fashion show about her sexuality. Like, it's Yeah, it's dumb. It's all dumb. And she's getting her own toy line too. She's an algorithm. Mm-hmm. She like She's an algorithm for an army. She'll Should be, be th- whatever the algorithm needs her mm-hmm. to be. That'll be the next insult. We'll just be like, whatever, you're an algorithm. It's like the NPC, but for the... A little bit higher than an NPC. Yeah, you're... I don't know. For me, I just never got into her and i don't think she's that cool like i think she's overrated she's a poser she's goodbye that's I'm, i like it miracle when you have strong opinions about stuff mm-hmm. i mean i think you redline the audio a little bit too sorry much you, for real. Yeah, like, <laughs> sorry you gotta you gotta rein that in but i like it i like the enthusiasm i don't know i just don't like her something about her really irks me and there's something somebody will find it and they'll throw it out on twitter well didn't she get canceled for 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 like uh um, saying bad words does cancel me, not mean anything anymore. It doesn't. No, mean it doesn't. Anymore. It well, doesn't so have the same power. We're gonna talk in a bit about Simulu and um. Yes, destroy him. Yes, I mean what? Uh, well, and not just him, but uh, I also yeah. We'll we'll talk about it. So yes, um. So I want to talk about. We're gonna start Podluck. Yay. Podluck. Uh, the Call of Duty is reportedly the Rock's next video game film adaptation. Doom didn't work. So we're going to try Call of Duty next. Um, Look, I know a lot of people are mad at The Rock right now because of uh, Joe Rogan stuff about his, like, retracting his support. The Rock is an algorithm as much as anybody. Mm -hmm. He's the algorithm. He's kind of the, he's the rock rhythm. The rock rhythm. The rock rhythm. The rock rhythm. Uh, the algorithm. I'll go rock em. The <laughs> we, somebody <laughs> oh, that's cute. that movie. So it says Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I see. I always, I still call him the Rock. I refuse to call him Dwayne Johnson. The Rock recently ch- teased a cryptic video game adaptation, and according to a news source, the mystery has been solved. The Rock is uh, is getting ready uh, to bring the world of Call of Duty to the big screen, according to Giant Frickin' Robot. Uh, Johnson is also reportedly in talks to direct the Call of Duty film. Why do they all fancy themselves directors? Mm, it's a new 
hot thing. Instead of being an actor, you're a director now. They like literally cast directors now. Like, uh, yeah. So this is um, uh, according to their trusted and proven inside source. Uh, and while they go on to say that The Rock is only in talks at the moment, it is believed that the talks will go through. That's all we know at the moment, with the source unable to confirm what the story will be, and thus which uh, of the Call of uh, which game the Call of Duty movie will be based on. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the Halo uh, game is any, uh, we we did more coverage of Halo, and it's like looking like more and more like a dumpster fire. It's non-canon. It's it's got nothing to do with the original <coughs> story. Oh um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like what they'll do, right? They'll just take the the they'll take the characters and they'll make it as loose of an adaptation as possible because nobody making these movies is passionate about the source material. I told you. Like uh, during our review, like it was like kind of fifty fifty. Like the graphics look great, but like there's just just this like Asian girl that's crying through the whole trailer and for the, no reason. We, we like, did what our, is this? We did like a we did like a segment where she's like supposedly the main character and Master Chief is not. Yeah, she's gonna be the next big thing. She's yeah. gonna be the main character. Master Chief just happens to be there. Guys, yeah. abandon the series. <laughs> immediately yep. don't watch it like it's a dumpster that's fire. all you need to know yeah that's all i need to know now it doesn't matter like, so yeah i have this other article it says, says seven rumors and theories for the rocks next video game movie so the first one is call of duty but they talk about destiny mm-hmm. uh during a recent acquisition announcement between sony and destiny developer bungie i forgot that that happened bungie expressed interest in creating destiny movies and tv shows with sony's help obviously if the rocks is in talk for something this is not it because they wouldn't be that far into that uh into that discussion gears of war that'd be awesome yes that'd uh, be awesome talks of a, about a gears of war me- movie being made have been happening for years and fellow professional wrestling alum dave batista leading the charge i think batista would be a perfect fit for that yeah. uh but, but he ma- can't be like the the rock <laughs> has to be leading man mm-hmm. the rock has gotten involved uh, given the rock's size <laughs> the rock's size and on-screen presence as an action star he would be a good fit to bring the franchise into live action maybe batista's wishes came true and we'll end up seeing the two of them starring together in a gears of war movie that'd be awesome rainbow six that would be interesting uh <laughs> i remember the they did it uh oh yeah right here uh, Le- without remorse that was the one with michael b jordan didn't really do that well on mm-hmm. amazon prime one of the reasons i've been pushing reacher so hard is i want people to actually watch it so that it actually gets good numbers and gets a season two but last year's uh, amazon last year's amazon release without remorse opened with the possibility of a tom clancy's uh, rainbow six cinematic universe being developed and while the the tom clancy novels have been the main source material for the film adaptations it's not wrong to see as a video game movie. So they're saying that the the tr- the Rainbow Six is almost more synonymous with video games than yeah, for sure. than movie uh, than the than the books. Uh, I would say uh, Doom. So they're saying they want The Rock to come back and maybe get a Mia culpa on Doom, mm. like because the first Doom movie was literally so bad it almost ended his acting career. Never saw it. Uh, sure, The Rock was already in the heavily maligned Doom movie back in 2005, but who says he couldn't return for a redo? The Doom franchise was rebooted and revamped in 2016. Would it surprise anyone if a new film adaptation was in development and The Rock had been reached out to? Well, it shouldn't, since the video game adaptations are being uh, are having a big resurgence in the buzz that would be created by having The Rock as the star of as the Doom Marine would light the internet ablaze. They're probably right. Mortal Kombat 2. Which That'd is be n- even cooler. The, who does he play? Uh, Jax? Oh, they already <coughs> have Jax in the first one. So it's I don't know. Warner Brothers. Ah, yeah, Shao Kahn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. John, just have me Johnny Cage. No. Just, 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 no. Awesome. just culturally appropriate Johnny Cage. No, they get Leave Ra- my Johnny Cage alone. They get Ryan Reynolds for that, and yeah. then they get uh, The Rock for Shao Kahn. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, um, what's the guy with like? No, the guy I, with the helmet, right, Shao Kahn? Yeah. <laughs> no, Shane. please no. Yeah. Would he be the best? Are you kidding I'm me? trying to think. Um, keep on talking. I'll search up characters okay. that the Rock can play. Warner Brothers recently announced that a sequel to 2021's uh, Mortal Kombat is in development. What if they just made him like one of the masked ninja? What if they just made him like smoke and he do- you don't even see his face at all and they just waste all their money on a character that has no on screen like just a bunch of like what what the rock is cooking lines mm-hmm. <laughs> what the smoke is cooking what the rock is smoking <laughs> wait did you say brock should play um the rock should play brock shao Kahn. no she's talking about baraka baraka there's Barack a, is a different guy ah, yeah baraka, but it'd no. be so funny if he played that what if no. barack obama played baraka <laughs> he should <laughs> he should <laughs> Barack, that's Barack. <laughs> he oh, believes in change. <laughs> a bunch of different knives. Oh my god! Oh, that's oh he could. Oh no, he couldn't play striker. Mm. Cabal. Oh uh, my god, he should just play the weird beastly character. Mataro. Yes. yes, exactly. The Rock made his make. Uh, okay, so he goes on and says Fortnite because they get the the really awful Rock skin. Dude, a Fortnite, Fortnite movie. Probably will happen at some point. Christ. They might. Um, Fortnite took the world by storm since it debuted <coughs> in 20... It feels like so much longer than that. But I guess that's like five years already almost. Mm-hmm. Four years. Uh, it, so it's introduced plenty of strong storylines and characters that have kept fans around, including one that The Rock himself plays called The Foundation. I could absolutely see them making a movie based on that. So I don't know. Uh, do, do either of you care if he's in another video game movie? Not really, because no. I watch. Um, you're over the. You're the, you see the Rock kind of the same way you see um, John Cena, right? Yeah. Not because they're wrestlers, just because you think they're. Yeah. They're terrible. I love John Cena as uh, Peacemaker. I absolutely adore him as Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. He's incredible in that show. I um, mean, good character, but I just don't like John Cena. And then the Rock can. Yeah. He can do whatever he, what if he wants. See, he can always retire and do a cooking show, so he can do a show called Smell What the Rock is Cooking. Oh, that's dumb. That's genius. That's <laughs> so dumb. The fact that he hasn't done it yet is almost incredible. And Damn. it's just all his cheat make- meals. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. We should pitch this idea to him. We're writing a proposal after this. Yeah. <laughs> if that's not being if you're not doing that already, like if, if he doesn't have a segment on his Instagram where he does that. He's leaving money on the table. Well, he did. He's just s- waiting to retire. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing like I think he did do an Instagram post where he explains exactly how many calories he takes in for his cheat day and what they are. He's got the thing of him with a bunch of pancakes right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, he should do that. Like all his cheat meals, and it's like Hawaiian food. He also had the, he also had a catchphrase where he talked about pie all the time. He can make pie. <coughs> he was using it in the terms of referencing women's. Uh, nether regions yeah was, you know american pie was out at the time it was very it was very topical back in this wrestling days poor dane he's like I, I, what i loved wrestling back in the day i, lo- I watched wrestling it, my favorite was triple h he was such a dick who's the big guy that like he kind of like made it on purpose like his whole branding was like being fat and like he so many probably rikishi mark henry no it was um like Something his title had to do with something with dinosaurs. I don't remember. Samoa uh, Joe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's not fat. Oh He's wait, a- it might be like a new thing. Never mind. The one that came to mind is Mark Henry. It has to do with dinosaurs? Yeah, and like he came onto the wrestling um not the wrestling ring. He went into like the stage, like just like stumbling in, like stomping real loud. 
and he was like all fat and that was his whole brand. I don't know any of the wrestlers now. Rikishi is the only one I can think of that was like big I think like it's that like a new wrestler or like this was like mid 2000s. Oh, um the dude from 3MB uh uh, I mean, I'll remember it off air. Yeah, I, I said, the wrestling industry is one of those fa- like their Razor Fist released a really funny video mm-hmm. the other day where he makes fun of like all of the British wrestling channels like What Culture and Cultaholic, where he does like a whole list of like five innocent offensive videos in about five minutes, and it's like he he literally does it in a perfect not perfect but like a really mm-hmm. good British accent the whole yeah. time uh, because wrestling like a lot of wrestling media has gone very politically correct. Uh, what really yeah. Uh, yeah. like the most unpolitically correct industry ever um, literally out of like the carny circuit back I in the can't day. imagine like uh, it's really funny so I, I can't remember the name of the rest like uh, PC wrestling yeah there's uh, wait is this a skit or like a real th- character where his name is like the PC PC wrestler? No, there was a the, there was um, a group back in the day called Right to Censor. Oh, <laughs> back in the nineties, and they and they came down wearing like th- like a, a white sh- like dress shirt and a black tie and black slacks, and, and they and the, and the music was just beep beep. It, it was and they literally would just censor people. It, it was like it was like a prophetic. Uh, and, and everybody mm-hmm. made fun of them, and they got beat up a lot. That was their gimmick. They got beat up for being uh, censorious douchebags. And, and look at us now. And look at yeah. and look at the color. Like we should, in fact, somebody should Photoshop Mark Zuckerberg's face onto Stephen Richards' face from right to censor. That would be fantastic. <coughs> um, oh God, Funkasaurus. Yes, him. Thank you. I remembered. Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> Uh, wrestling is a There are so many good wrestlers still I just I, can't, I follow wrestling the I don't same, remember Funkasaurus I, I follow wrestling so The weird. same way that I follow um, uh, Hockey a, a, a lot of other I I don't have the heart To watch it anymore But I'll listen to podcasts That talk about it Like mm-hmm. It's like comic books I listen to podcasts And I watch YouTubers That talk about the comic book industry Because they've broken my heart so much I'm not gonna give them Any more of my money mm-hmm. I used to watch it Because I had friends That liked it And got into it But like after I stopped talking to them I don't really watch wrestling anymore That's what happens So here we go Miracle Shang-Chi yes. Uh, yes, Simu Liu, Simu Liu admits that he exaggerated his martial arts background to nab Marvel role. Mm-hmm. That's very sad. Disappear, man. Uh, Disappear. Rebrand. Even, even Marvel stars fib on their resumes. I uh, entertainment uh, Entertainment Weekly is advocating that you lie on your resume. We should censor uh, Entertainment Weekly. They're clearly mm-hmm. calling for you to put uh, business misinformation. On your resume, I, I like him. I don't know why Miracle doesn't like him. Miracle doesn't like. He's he, he's a troll, and he's a, he's he's one of the he's a defund the police dude. He's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, well, no, that sucks. Yeah, like, well, he, also he apologized to everybody because they said they weren't going to watch his movie unless he apologized to Nicki Minaj for a joke from 2012. And he and he, he actually <laughs> apologized. Like from 2012, I'm man. guessing that his like agent told him he had. Yeah, to. again, the whole world went by freaking. PRP. Simu Liu mm-hmm. uh, admitted that he exaggerated his martial arts background to nab the role of Marvel Mar- of the martial arts master Shang Chi in Marvel's blockbuster hit Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The Marvel actor shared the tidbit with West Side Story breakout Ariana DeBois DeBose 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 uh, there'd be an O and an I and a U if it was that. Uh, for ver- for Variety's actor on actors published Friday, diving into his. Pre- preparation process when the topic turned to his uh and i, I don't know is it debose 
uh, we're disqualified. Shared word. Shared hip hop dance background. Mm-hmm. I have no hip hop dance background. Anybody else? Hip hop dance background. Um, Chris. You look like a man with a hip hop dance background. Chris Paul. Years can. of uh, traditional training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I got the part, they asked me about my martial arts background. It sounds racist uh, <laughs> and experience, which of course I exaggerated because I wanted the job really bad. Lou said, noting that his experience as a stuntman and dancer helped inform his training. Okay, if he had a history That's as a fine. stuntman, then why did you have to yeah, lie? What's mm-hmm. I had done some work uh, as an on again, off again stuntman, but if we're honest, I think I was more of a dancer than I ever was a martial artist. Uh, I mean, choreography. Like stuff in movies is basically dancing. It's just a. It's a. It's a. That's kind of weird because like the interview he did with Just Kidding News, he said that he grew up doing martial arts. He never said he was a dancer. He probably went to like one mar. Like he probably did. Like he probably took karate at, like for like a year and like you know how you like tend to exaggerate. Like yeah, your your mind just goes yeah I did it growing up. What what you like like me some like me and Nick would be would talk about like gymnastics sometimes. He's mm-hmm. like yeah he's like he's, he did gymnastics for a lot of years. I'm like yeah I did gymnastics growing up. What that means oh is God. I did gymnastics for like a year and. Quit because I was still playing hockey and baseball. Have you, guys, mm-hmm. have you guys seen the Winter Olympics? Yes, it's so dumb. I wanted to bring it up to you guys because there was... No, it's not dumb. It's I'm great. St- I'm staying off of it. To, I, I, I'm assuming Tim's going to want to cover it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, dude. All I want to say is, like, yesterday I was with my girl and I was watching it, and, like, all she would show me is, like, people have their dreams ruined. Like, yes. Like, ice skaters, like, doing the most beautiful performance, and then... Boom! Falling on their face. And I was like, no. <laughs> okay, like the somebody ice who's skating. never competed in his entire life. Have you mm-hmm. ever played? Sp- that would not be funny to you if you've ever. That's what I'm saying. It's not funny. I okay, was like yeah. heartbroken. Yeah, I was dude. like, no. That's dude. that that's that's tragic. Because I was seeing like, dude, like there was this couple in ice skating and they were killing it. Are you sure it's not the brother and sister team? I don't know. They had ten <laughs> seconds left and they absolutely ate it. Like mm-hmm. ate it. I was like, oh. I had left the room. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't. I'm. I love seeing people be good at stuff. Me too. I tell Miracle all the time. I'm obsessed with cheer, <laughs> with team <laughs> cheerleading. I love watching dudes pick women up and just throw them up in the air, and they do these crazy flips. It was that, and they were being incredible. And yeah. then they, oh my god, dude, they got hit hard, like mm-hmm. hard, like face first to the floor <laughs> like you see some of these Both falls of that they take and it's just brutal, like, it was brutal. as yeah. somebody who, who played hockey who yeah, played yeah. baseball and who skated for 23 years i appreciate people that want to master a craft yeah mm-hmm. i don't like when douches lose yeah. so i so for him <laughs> like you know it's like he's like I, I guess it was more my dance background he says though he had minimal martial arts experience lou starred alongside the legendary michelle yo and tony lung uh, uh, both renowned for their roles in action and martial arts pieces across Asia, Lou reflected on war- on working with the stars, calling Lung. Uh, is it Lung or Loon? L e u n g. I don't know. I just like zoned Lung. out. I played uh, the fifth. Uh, <laughs> and Yo, uh, uh, he described the calling them uh, the him the goat and Yo the goof a goofball. Oh. Uh, very different people, but an aura of warmth and friendliness. Lou said, "Well, that's all that inclusivity." Um, Lou said Tony is famously shy and is, and is very soft spoken you would never know his stature and his fame just by looking at him because he's such a sell, he's such a well mannered individual and then came, and then the camera rolls and then what you see is this intensity and his eyes are like holy crap I'm literally watching mastery unfold I like that I like hearing about stories like that mm-hmm. where like somebody's just like I said I love people that are competent and really good at what they do mm-hmm. like that's something to be celebrated in an age where we have like reddits about not wanting to work 
and people who just they want to give up because they feel like everything's been stacked against them I love hearing stories about people that are really good at what they do and they've mastered a craft and they're subtle and they're soft-spoken yeah the culture of average yep that's, that's <laughs> like, there's a and then there's like I'm of two minds on that because there's like mm-hmm. a couple of good Alan Watts videos about like you know it's okay to to not strive for perf- I can see from both ways right mm-hmm. like he's saying he's saying you can't uh put yourself under undue stress all the time. Otherwise you're going to crash and burn. But also I'm like, but do you really just want to settle for net zero average? You should have a pursuit that you go with with your full heart, at least one. And that you're passionate enough about that. It doesn't necessarily like as much work as it is. You're so passionate about it that it does not matter. It doesn't, it's not a chore. It's a privilege to to work towards accomplishing Mm -hmm. for sure. So I don't know. And then did you hear about Aquafina being canceled because again, uh, because of her, uh, yes. Black scent as they call it. Yes. I didn't like her when she first came out. I, I wonder like, sorry, we're, we're in an age like basically like she, when she was a rapper, like a YouTube rapper, mm-hmm. like she would use like, they're like, you're, you're, you're appropriating, um, African-American culture. It's like we literally are entering this weird era where everything is segregated. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to exit your lane no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like that means that like I uh, as like uh, who's uh, going to claim rice at the end? Like Asians and Hispanics are going to fight to the bitter death for it. It's like, That's it, true. And d- then you get like a little bit Middle Eastern there too. Does that mean that China gets pasta back? Because I heard that China created pasta. They kind of did because the same formula how to make pasta is exactly how you make a those stretch noodles like the hand pulled stretch noodles basically it's really easily um easily done so the ingredients is this all-purpose uh flour if you want to be basic like that but some people like to use a lot of eggs so they use eggs and then another trick is chinese people use lye water Uh, i don't know what lye water is um it just helps it like make it more elastic Uh and like when you stretch it you can stretch it into a thousand pieces of noodles sounds like a great way to choke on it (laughs) <laughs> um, I like I, I just I, I, I cringe at this stuff because it, it really does feel like you can be like you said canceled means nothing that's anymore. true but she will be fine uh, I want to defend her because early 2000s a lot of Chinese people like um, identified with like a lot of African American music and culture. a lot of people mm-hmm. did not just I grew up I'm a I'm a 90s kid from the suburbs I listened to nothing but Tupac Biggie E40 Spice One yeah yeah uh, <laughs> It's almost as if you identify with the person and not the race. Exactly. I identify with with the music. Like you love Brain the music. Explosion. Like and the thing in a, in a world where we were uh, very multicultural, yeah. these things were mass marketed and produced for everyone, not mm-hmm. just one group. And now we're in entering this weird period where you have to take that back. Yeah, but like, I'm gonna defend her because a lot of people grew up like that, and it it kind of helped them have a self identity because mm. during the like early 2000s, like we didn't have a lot of representation in the asian culture because like because it was all martial arts movies yeah yeah. and like especially in hollywood the people that i feel like kind of made the whole embarkment of asians being in hollywood was like bobby lee um what's her margaret cho like i love her she was so great and then um all the older actors that we have like jackie chan who isn't from the u.s but he kind of embarked it um, that was the only representation we had. So a lot of them who are a little bit older than me or the same age as me, they identify with like 
black culture because like it spoke to them yeah. and they didn't care about the skin race like how dane said like that kind of mind blows people but people don't think about that because they're racist yeah because exactly they're, they're, they, they they literally they can't imagine that you appreciate something outside the they mm-hmm. see it as mockery that's yeah. they talk about like her doing that as mockery I'm like mm-hmm. maybe she just it spoke to her in a mm-hmm. way that you don't understand yeah and it, it comes off weird sure but yeah. that doesn't make it inherently bad right. it kind of makes me mad because like people who have like her kind of accent where they said it's like too black they said why are you talking black they'll ask you that and, and then we have to ask why is that like is, is like because i've heard that the same way like where mm-hmm. they'll talk to to people who who talk to what, what they would consider proper and say yeah. that they're talking white mm-hmm. and i'm like this is insane yeah like just be you mm-hmm. and Ident- you know, identify with whatever culture mm-hmm. isn't that the whole point of a multicultural society mm-hmm. is that it blends together and we learn to appreciate it, it comes from a place of sensitivity mm-hmm. to anything negative right so yeah. they, t- they see something from someone else maybe that person's making fun of you maybe it isn't first of all I would say grow a thicker skin yeah That's- also it sounds like internalized racism <coughs> it like, is exactly the ones that they're always Exa- claiming yeah it is it's, it's weapons grade projection yeah weapons like, grade <laughs> <laughs> well like for me i i don't like her but i'll defend her yeah. for that because she like i don't think she's that talented like fight me fight me people but like um but i will defend her because that's what she identifies that's how you know she her was funny. As, is this eh. water bottle appropriation that she's taken the name of a of a, an arguably the worst the second worst that's really water weird. bottle company next to dasani that's really yeah. weird that she called herself aquafina yeah is that like self-imposed I, I don't know because I never it's not, a, it's not a real name It's a stage YouTube name It'd be funny if her real name was Aquafina Oh god It's just spelled differently um, <laughs> Her parents must hate her that much I just feel like we're in this world now Where everything is so like mm-hmm. You can't win You can't win at any You're going to be called out for something All the time Yeah And it's like It makes me want to give up a lot of the time Where I'm just mm-hmm. like I don't care anymore Like No more black pills Brett Like uh, <laughs> that, that It is something like Like it used to be a thing where like It might be easy for us to be like Oh well we have this political view Or it's like People hate straight white guys nowadays Everyone is fair game to be uh, To be mm-hmm. crapped on And told that they're doing something wrong By perpetually you, offended people It's not straight white guys It's straight white guys with the wrong opinions yeah, but mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying those are the gangs wrong opinions right opinions yeah authoritarianism and people who just want to let other people live and do their own thing i will never understand the culture of leaving people negative comments and stuff at all like i'm never but i'm also non-confrontational like if you're doing something and i don't like it good for at least you're doing something you like i don't but it's feedback that's what they feel like it's feedback I'm giving you negative combat, uh, comments so you can fix yourself. That's how they feel. It's That's like, how they justify it. It's yeah. not what they actually believe. I mean, I believe neg- negative feedback on like things that like people should absolutely avoid. Yeah. Like if it's like a technology review, it's like this guy doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Feedback and uh, and insults are two totally different. I'll, I'll give you an example. Okay, recently there, there's a guy on my Instagram. It's mm-hmm. really like he. Whenever I film like with a 360 camera, mm-hmm. um, I hold it uh, about mid knee and a little bit above because uh, it's not mine. It's part of the company's. I don't yeah. want to risk uh, damaging the lens if I fall. If I if I fall and I lose uh, hold of it, I want to be able to catch it and pull it up. And this dude would come into all my videos where I used it, and he's like, "You're filming with it wrong, and you do this, and it looks." stupid it looks bad i'm like 
I, I don't ever respond because mm-hmm. I don't respond to negative comments. I was like, it, it doesn't behoove me and it gives them the attention that they want, mm-hmm. right? So then I did a video recently because I've had my knee problems yeah. where I, I took a bunch of bad falls that would have been easily prevented if I hadn't been hurt lately. And I was basically in the video describing like, this is my own fault for trying to skate when I'm arguably not in shape to skate right now. Mm-hmm. And the dude goes on to the video, the same guy goes, drama queen. It's oh, <laughs> like, you come to my page... And say negative things about me, mm-hmm. which you guys are in the stake of constructive criticism, which one time it's constructive criticism. If you keep coming back and doing it over and over again when I'm not engaging with you, you're just doing it to be a but dick. But also, Brett, you're giving him more power because you're talking about it. Well, yeah, now, because dude's never going to see this. Yeah. But I'm saying, but it, I never... He res- might. I'd, if if like he's if your he's sicker a, fan, uh-huh. if he's like your super fan or like super hater, he'll find you. Right, and he's gonna say like, "Oh my god, but you talked about me." This is just one example of dozens of those examples of mm-hmm. people who say stuff right. like that where I don't ever engage because there is no benefit to me. It gives them what they want. Mm-hmm. This is a. I'm only using this as an example, and I wouldn't like. I, said, I wouldn't even like to have used this example here. But that's the culture we live in, where mm-hmm. uh, it really is just to get a rise out of people, and yeah. it gives them a sense of power to get you to respond Mm -hmm. we now have to live in a culture where everyone acts like they're running for president all the time you have to have an opinion about everything remember embrace not having an opinion about you're allowed to not care about stuff for real Uh, this on the shirt and that's like the educated point of view Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like oh what's your opinion about this i don't know anything about it when people talk about nfts i'm like i don't care i don't care like people have really strong opinions like they're stupid i'm like yeah they probably are i don't care Mm -hmm. whatever Maybe they're the greatest idea ever. Maybe they're the worst idea ever. It is beautiful to not need to have an opinion. Mm -hmm. Everything blockchain is full of scammers, though. Yeah. But the the arguments that I'm seeing here, it's all about environment. They're talking about how it's bad for the environment, which is hilarious. Uh, As if, like, Twitter is not using up the environment. You just Uh, heard Elon say it once, and now it's, mm -hmm. like, the opinion du jour. Like, oh, my God. Like, people are just algorithms. Yep, mm-hmm. they are. So, yes. But well, they're uh, also like little sheeps that are falling. I, I hate that example. Mm-hmm. I, I never use... I cringe at the word sheeple. sheeple. Okay, come I, on, I, sheeple. I really do. It's, mm-hmm. a cr- it's a very cringy thing to say. But it's like kind of Take accurate. that miracle, you cringe lord. She didn't say it. She said sheep, not sheeple. Oh, I know. Well, I said sheep. Take because that, they're, sheeple. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's kind of like a good analogy, too. But other, do you want to call them duckies? Ooh, they're like, like little duckies. I like that. I like, that. I like, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Okay. So it's duckies from now on. <laughs> they're little duckies. They we're, follow the mama duck. We're changing. Yeah. The opinions are the, are the mama duck. You know, uh, news curated mass mainstream media opinions are the mama duck of duckies that follow. <laughs> it's beautiful. So we did, un- we did it, guys. Uncancel uh, Aquafina and stop uh, giving a crap about stuff other people do if it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. you, which it does not hurt you. Because it's quackers. And now these people, they're full of quackery. Quackery, I say. I unleash a lot of dad jokes. I'm sorry. That was beautiful. I'm sorry. That I'm was, out. I'm, was, I'm done. That That's was, enough dad jokes for me because I just crack myself up with them quacks. You quack yourself up. He. Fantastic. I will not be part of this. <laughs> no, Dane has like a lot of good dad oh. jokes. It's kind of like baffling to me that he's that good so just leave aquafina alone and stop bothering people like i don't even I like will. i don't even like aquafina but leave, leave leave aquafina alone she didn't do she's fine all the evil comments are just dane <laughs> dane's just on a he's on his own like aquafina jihad where he's just <laughs> out to get her i did it. i never thought about this woman pretty much in my life 
I didn't even pull up the article. I just I was reading it and I was like, isn't this like the nineteenth time she's been canceled for that? Yeah, accent? but my question is like, why is she so important? Why is she so important to people? When you just be is like she me, though? No, she's not. She, the thing is, none of these people are. It's, mm-hmm. it's literally just the news cycle. It's just a revolving door of news and outrage. Mm-hmm. That uh, the more I read these, uh, read the stuff every day to to curate and get these shows ready, I realize how much of it is just it's just business. It's just information business. Mm-hmm. I feel like not enough people talk about me and how incredible I am. Uh, I would like to say, oh my Dane, god, you're incredible. Dane, come on, let's go. Dane. Let's start a whole campaign where we just give Dane compliments. I agree. We should have a show called The Great Dane. We should. We should. And it's just dogs around Dane. No, it's just Dane. <laughs> me, me with Great Danes. Yes. Exactly. Dane, the Great Danes. The, the Great, great Danes. Danes. It would be great. What a show! If that's not your Instagram, if that's not your social media handles, you're losing out. Or your profile pic, Should where you just have Great Danes around you, and like it looks like a sitcom logo, and it says the Great Danes. They're tragic dogs. They die at like eight because they're so big. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. They're tragic as hell. Now I'm sad. I'm kind of sad because, like, pugs. (laughs) Did you know that pugs are actually, like, they've been breaded so much that they're... Breaded? Is that the right... No, it's not, but I'm... Breeded. Is breeded the right word? I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? I'm making up new words as I go. But um, basically, they... Basically, like, we made them so many times that they're basically born to die because they have so many health problems, like... They have terrible, like, breathing problems, heart problems. They're, like, the breathing problems come because of their iconic, like, smash face. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're so tiny, too. And, like, they can be prone to be they're obese, ugly too. as hell. Hey, I don't know why I hey, hey, I like them. They're so cute. You like ugly things. This is true. She does. Hey, I like personality. <laughs> I like personality. Looks don't matter to me. <laughs> They make like weird noises. Guys, guys, <laughs> it has been fun. <laughs> We're done talking about tragic dog stories. Dane, why don't you share with everyone your social media so they know where to find you? Stop following me. Oh. There you go. He's uh, he's uh, He's got a very similar sentiment to Miracle. Miracle, where can they find you on social media? I don't have media? social media because it rots your brain. You know, Dane... That is kind of like you not, you saying that, being the social media manager, is kind of like the McDonald's CEO telling <laughs> you that he's not letting his kid eat McDonald's. I don't have any. I mean, I have socials. They're all private, and I don't want you to follow me. There you go. No, oh, my God. Ag- nothing against you. It's a you. cautionary tale. You seem lovely. You seem Fans lovely. At home, but, but, like, I don't want it. It's also weird that you go to cyberstalk him by investigating what his social media account is. Oh, my God. Dane's going to send me a follow request. Are you kidding me? Dane loves me. <laughs> oh. I follow you. <laughs> See? There you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now you trace it from Brett's account and look for Dane. Oh, God. Uh, they got to go through like a uh, couple people to, to find that. So, yeah. guys, uh, thank you again for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks mm-hmm. for having me. Thank you. It was so much fun. Guys, if you want to follow us, please first go to YouTube. Uh, on the YouTube page, I hate. Yes. I watched a video last night where they did the where, where Tom McDonald does the thing where he makes fun of people that say like, share, comment, subscribe. So anytime I do that, I get self conscious about telling people to like, share, comment. But you dude, should do it. But dude, uh, please uh, just follow the channel. We would appreciate that greatly. Hit mm-hmm. the subscribe button, uh, like the videos, <laughs> leave comments. Uh, Miracle loves the comments. She's a, she's a sociopath. She's she's a masochist. No, um, recently I stopped reading them until. T- Yesterday, I started reading them again. I tell her to only tell me the nice ones. That's that's the way you stay sane in this business. Uh, or the ones that are politely phrased. When me and Chris were in the same office, all he would do was like interrupt me and be like, hey, they wrote this about you. I was like... <laughs> exactly. Miracle <laughs> would do that to me too. And I'm like, stop 
talking. They so, hate you, Dane. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's okay. We all love you, right? People, put that in the comments that you love us. They, well, they love, love your lords. They, I mean, not lords. They love Dane. They love Dane. I Dane is so. your lord. Yes. So uh, after that, you can follow me on social media mm-hmm. on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. And then from there, if you once you do that on the YouTube channel, you can go into the description box on any of those videos and find the Spotify playlist that has every episode unabridged start to finish. Mm-hmm. And we're not just on Spotify. We are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. We are also on Pandora. And we'll be back with another episode with Hannah Claire tomorrow. See you then, Yay. guys. Bye. Bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.